0: Hey everyone, this is Lady Lily. And this is Millie Red, and you are listening to the Criminality Report. The Criminality Report. So this month we are going to be focusing. Why are there balloons in the background? (laughs) What was
1: that? (laughs) What was that? I honestly do not know. What was that? Poltergeists. Being that this is a virtual recording platform that we're using. So I I don't know what was that.
0: Y'all, I was looking at Lady Lily and all of a sudden balloons just started (laughs) flying in the computer screen. And I don't know why. Like, I don't
1: get it. Yeah.
0: You didn't do nothing?
1: No, I didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. I promise you, I didn't do anything. (laughs) Okay. But
0: anyway, we are going to be focusing on some of our most listened to and some of our favorite episodes that we have done this past year. Because, you know, it's been a year since mm-hmm. we started this journey of the criminology Report podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, Lady Lily, what episode are we going to be focusing on tonight? What are we going to relive tonight, relisten to?
1: Well, uh, the episode that we are replaying for everyone tonight is... All all about the cell phone bandits. Ooh, no
0: cell phone bandit!
1: Right. I don't know if you remember uh, that case, but it's all about nineteen-year-old Candice Rose Martinez and mm. her boyfriend Dave C. Williams. Both of them decided to rob for Wachovia Banks. Wachovia. Mm-hmm. Yeah they they plotted and for the most part they got caught basically
0: yeah they got caught I do remember my I hate to say like my favorite part about this but I am gonna say this my favorite part about this story was was Capone and for y'all if oh their dog <laughs> yeah if y'all remember Capone was a little dog Um, and she actually ended up bringing the dog with her to, on one of her sprees on her last, um, on her last robbery. Mm -hmm. And because she didn't have the box with her, it was kind of like they were winging it that last, um, that last robbery. Uh, so she went in there with Lil Capone. Um, he was a G. I remember thinking like, all right, was he an accessory? was he going to jail? Was he going to puppy jail? You stupid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Both>. <laughs> you know, um and for those of you who have not listened to this case, it is a really interesting case. Yes. I'm kind of excited for you guys to, you know, listen to this episode
0: again. Yeah. Um so uh without further ado, <laughs> um <laughs> so, uh, how about you guys um you know, stick around and listen to the cell phone bandit yes. by Ly Lily and Millie Red. Millie Red. <laughs> Millie Red. Bye y'all. <laughs> Hey everyone. This is Lady Lily. And this is your girl Millie Red and welcome back to The Criminality Report. The Criminality Report. All right. So last episode we talked about the Church Lady Bandit who was charged with 12 robberies and sentenced to 51 years in prison. 51 years, y'all. So tonight we are going to be talking about a 19-year-old woman who was responsible for robbing 4 Wacovia Banks yes I did say Wacovia. um for yeah. those of you who don't remember Wacovia, it is now Wells Fargo <laughs> but anyway um we're gonna be talking about a 19 year old woman who was responsible for robbing four Wachovia Banks while on the phone with her boyfriend Dave C. Williams both were apprehended by authorities charged and sentenced so let's delve into the case
1: of the cell phone bandit Yeah, the Cell Phone Bandit. Yeah. yeah. Candace Rose Martinez, also dubbed the Cell Phone Bandit, was born in 1986. She was described by her sister as energetic, beautiful, and full of life. However, according to two documentary series called My True Crime Story and Pretty Bad Girls, Candace and her sister's childhood was tumultuous. The sisters grew up in Santa Fe, New Mexico, where they would witness the physical abuse their mother would endure by the hands of their father. Their mother eventually left their father and filed for divorce. And although their mother was now living apart from their father, it was reported that the mom engaged in drug activity. This led the courts to award full custody of both girls to their father. Unfortunately, it was reported that their father was physically abusive towards them. One night, his abuse was so bad that Candace couldn't sit during class the next day. That's horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her teacher, her teacher discovered the bruises and reported it to authorities. The girls were removed and placed in foster care. At some point, they reunited with their mom and lived with her. But Candace was sexually assaulted by one of her mother's guests. So Candace decided to run away. She felt alone and she didn't feel like anyone was there to protect her.
0: Yeah, The people who were protecting her weren't doing their job. (laughs) I mean, the father was abusing her. And then the mother allowed men to violate her. It's yeah. really sad.
1: It is very, very sad. However, her sister intervened and stopped her, basically, from running away. Mm-hmm. Per the documentary, Candace attempted suicide twice. In addition, she started engaging in risky behaviors. Mm-hmm. Her sister reported she was using drugs, stealing cars, any way to tuck away the pain she was feeling at the time. Candace's life began to change when she enrolled at Boys Town, which is an Omaha based program for abused and neglected children. There, She engaged in daily activities, worked hard, and eventually earned her high school diploma. And she received a full scholarship to the University of Nebraska. That's amazing that she was able to really turn
0: herself around and get a full scholarship to the University of Nebraska. That's amazing. Right, that is. So her time at the University of Nebraska was promising until she got involved in another abusive relationship. Candace relapsed and began using drugs again. She eventually moved back to New Mexico, feeling ashamed, lost, and unsure what her future held. Then, Candace was offered the opportunity to live with her aunt in Virginia. With hope hanging in the horizon, Candace packed her bags and moved to Springfield, Virginia with her aunt. There, in Virginia, Candace secured a job at a local gym and then started taking classes at the Northern Virginia Community College. One day, Candace's eyes were captured by the oh so charismatic student named Dave Williams. Mhm. In Candace's own words, she says that he looked like he came out of a hip hop magazine. Mhm. Candace says that it was love at first sight. Candace recounted how smart, confident, and handsome he was. He was simply someone she had to get to know. Little is known about Dave Williams' childhood, but what we could find is that he was a good boy from a good home. He didn't do drugs, he was enrolled in school, and was not abusive. The pair was inseparable, very quickly after meeting each other they began talking about living together. They both had jobs and a little bit of money saved, so they thought, we love each other, so why not? However, they soon found out the money wasn't enough for them to manage the utilities and bills and all kinds of things. Initially, Candace told Dave, hey, let's wait a few months and save some more money before getting an apartment together. But Dave had other plans. He told her that he and a friend are making plans to rob a bank. Mm. That's crazy because he was like smart and good. He was a good boy. And all of a sudden, like, I'm going to rob a
1: bank. What, sir? I mean, I think desperate people do desperate things. It doesn't mean that he's a bad person. All it's saying right now is that he's making a bad decision.
0: hmm I guess. Being that he doesn't have a history of committing any crime. She didn't believe him. I know. I mean, I feel like if somebody I was dating was like, I'm going to rob a bank. I'd be like, I'm going to
1: space. (laughs) Like, (laughs) (laughs) You and your love for space.
0: I wanted to be an astronaut. I'm sorry. I wanted to be an astronaut growing up. All right. So until he pulled out the employee's bank manual, it turns out, Dave used to work at a bank. I don't know what happened and why he stopped working there, but Mm. he still had their employee manual. Dave showed Candace the bank manual and revealed this plot on how they would execute this heist. The book had policies and procedures about how bank tellers should act during a robbery. They didn't need a gun. All they needed was a note demanding the money, and something to carry it in. With this plan, they would not leave any evidence to catch them. Candace expressed the thought of Dave robbing a bank, turned her on. (laughs) All right, sis, whatever floats your boat. (laughs) (laughs) Having this possible money meant they can live together without any financial problems. So she waited with anticipation in class to know what happened. After class, Candace texted him and was like, what's up? He replied, his friend flaked out and is not going through with the
1: plan. So Candace volunteered to participate. Well, you know, she was about that life before. She was about that life. yeah. On October 12, 2005, Candace met up with Dave and together they drove to the first Wachovia in Vienna, Virginia. Now, the original plan was for Dave to rob the bank, and Candace would be the lookout and driver. But Candace can tell he was nervous, and she reported that Dave had very distinctive features and was from from the area. She felt that he would have been easily recognizable, and so she suggested that she rob the bank instead and that Dave be the driver. She's smart. Now, yeah, both documentaries tell different stories on how Candace looked when she entered the bank. One documentary describes Candace as robbing the bank barefaced with a note attached to the box. Mm-hmm. The other documentary shows her wearing a hat with a dark shade glasses. Mm-hmm. But one piece of information is true. And that is that she walked into the bank and she stole money. That's true, period, period. Now, here's the plan the couple came up with. Candace will walk into the bank with a note taped to a box. The note would state, I want all of the money from all three drawers or else. Dave had a police scanner, so he was going to be on the phone with her talking her through the robbery and to be on the lookout for any police activity. Once the plan was established, Candace went into action. So she walked up into the bank with the box on one side and her hand clutching her cell phone to her ear. The anticipation was intensely rising. She was so nervous. She -hmm. approached the bank teller and pushed the box with the note and said nothing. The teller read the note and immediately began putting money in the box. When the teller was done, she walked out of the bank and ran to the car where Dave was waiting and they drove off. She couldn't believe it. She just robbed a bank and got away with it. That day, they stole $14,800. Dang. Yeah, that's a pretty big haul. In a shoebox. In, in a box. I don't know if it was a shoebox, but it's a box.
0: (laughs) It looked like a shoebox
1: in the documentary. It does (laughs) look like a shoebox. Right? Okay. It does look (laughs) like a shoebox. Well, you know, whatever the prop that they like, just give me a box. And then (laughs) they just pull out a box from wherever. Yeah. The FBI field office was immediately notified of the robbery. However, They were unable to collect any evidence because the surveillance footage was not good quality and they couldn't get a clear visual or identify who the robber was. You know what it looked like? No. What did it look like?
0: When uh, somebody who's like a droid user tries to send a video to an Apple user and it's all (laughs) grainy and
1: pixelated, they don't go together. That's what that's that's what their quality was. It was very grainy and very pixelated. It, Prison it was footage. not clear. It mm-hmm. was not clear at all. The only information they had was that the robber was female and that she probably was a previous employee or knew someone who was. Mm-hmm. Candace and Dave didn't care. Right now, they were flushed with cash. Yeah. <laughs> and. When I tell you they spent the money, they spent the money as quickly as they stole it. They bought new furniture, designed clothes, and they got a dog Mm -hmm. and and named it Capone. Candice also sent money to her sister as well. Just remember, audience, cash rules everything
0: around me. Cream get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. So, is that a song? Is that a
1: song? Is that someone... (laughs) Who who sings that? It's Wu-Tang. I, I, yeah. Wu-Tang Clan. What? You should know <laughs> was, them more than me. How? Like, no, I know because why. How? Because
0: you're older. That's why you should know them oh, more well, so than me.
1: Come on. No. All
0: right. So Dave and Candace had no intentions of robbing another bank after the first robbery. But eventually they needed, what do you know, more money. yep the need for fast cash intensified when candace's dog capone was accidentally injured and taken to the vet needless to say the vet fees were expensive yeah it don't even make any sense how much vet fees are (laughs)
1: like oh my god to take care of a pet i mean we should be able to claim that on our taxes really that's a dependent
0: yes yes and dogs can't dogs and cats and all of them, they can't file their own mm-hmm. taxes. No, they cannot. <laughs> I want my dog to work. <laughs> I need I need her to earn an income. I need for her to get a W2. <laughs> <laughs> so she called her aunt and asked to use her credit card and promised her that she would pay her back. Thinking of how she will pay her back. Candace stated her criminal mind kicked in and convinced Dave to rob yet another bank. Mm -hmm. So, on October 21st, 2005, Candace walked into another Wachovia bank in Manassas, Virginia, with the usual, a box with a taped note and her cell phone to communicate with Dave. She approached the bank teller and slid the box so that the teller could read it. Immediately, the bank teller began putting cash in the box. By the time Candace returned to Dave's car to get away, she was surprised to learn that they were only able to haul $3,000. Candace reported she was furious Mm -hmm. and
1: insisted on robbing another bank. Yep. Yep. Because... Um the expense uh for the vet fees, she reported it was around like two thousand to maybe twenty five hundred dollars.
0: Wow.
1: For, Capone. for Capone. And that was back in yeah, and that was back in two thousand and five. So when she went to the bank and they only were able to get three thousand dollars.
0: Let's see what that yeah. is today's
1: standards. Oh wow.
0: Um Okay, so about $2,500 back in 2005 would be almost $4,000 today, so about $3,800 adjusted for inflation. That's really significant.
1: Yeah, it it was expensive. So, and then on top of that her aunt allowed her to borrow her credit card so that she can pay mm-hmm. the vet fees. So, that money alone, all of that money would have went to her aunt.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. That's true, yeah. So, Candace reported she was furious again, and she insisted on robbing another bank. So, Dave objected to the plan, but participated anyway. They robbed the third Wachovia Bank in Springfield, Virginia, using the same tactics. This time, she watched the teller closely and demanded they pull cash from all three cash drawers. Their total haul was around $9,000 between the two banks. Now, as we stated earlier, the timeline is a little bit different in each documentary. So one stated, the couple robbed two banks in less than 30 minutes, However, the other documentary and several articles revealed one bank was robbed on October 21st and the other was robbed on October 22nd. Bottom line is she robbed two banks in a close period of time.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's really bold.
1: Yeah, it was bold and um, it was risky and it was um, it wasn't planned. The third one wasn't planned. It was just spontaneous. Mm hmm. But meanwhile, the FBI is still conducting their investigation. Based on how Candace robbed each bank, investigators suspected that, as we said, stated earlier, that she may have been a previous employee or received intel on how banks work from someone who was. Now that they have cash again, the couple borrowed Dave's friend's car and traveled to New York to blow off some steam and to lay low. On the way back to Virginia, the couple was involved in a major car accident, which totaled the friend's car. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. And mm-hmm. um, and in the documentary "My True Crime Story," she talked about how they were so nervous um, after the accident because they didn't they knew that they were going to have to talk to police mhm and being that they robbed three banks mhm and they had all of this stolen money with them they're they were freaked out but mm-hmm. it it worked out that you know it worked out in their favor because the cop didn't report anything but anyway they still felt guilty because they totaled Dave's friend's car so they wanted to replace The car. They wanted to buy the person a new car, but they didn't have enough money saved. So what do you think they did? They decided to rob another bank. bank. Yes. (laughs) The problem is, though, they knew that the FBI was looking for them because the stakes were high and that the FBI were looking and law enforcement were looking for them. Candace told Dave that she wanted a gun. Mm. She was saying she stated in the documentary that she was thinking about set it off. And we all know how that ended for most of the characters. there. Yes, sure do. So she was fearful that she was going to get shot up, you know. Mm -hmm. So she told Dave she wanted a gun. Dave went to his parents' home and borrowed a gun from his stepdad. On their way to a bank, the couple began bickering about what's going on, the current stressors, being that they totaled a friend's car. They're about to rob their fourth bank. They haven't done any. Yes, Capone, all of the stressors that's going on. So they're bickering. And in her frustration, Candace yelled, you want me to rob that bank? So she picked a random bank. I was like, you want me to rob that that random bank? And then he said, yes. So she went into action. Listeners, unfortunately for them, this would be their last robbery. Candace walked into that bank with Capone and a gun inside her personal bag. So now she did not have a box. What? Hold on a second.
0: I must have missed this.
1: Capone came with her? Yeah, Capone came with her. Remember, there's two documentaries. Yeah, there's two documentaries, two different storylines. So I'm Mm. using the one, the testimony um, that she did, because she's in there and telling the whole story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she was frustrated because they're bickering in the car. They just picked this random Wachovia bank and... She didn't have a box Mm -hmm. and she walked into the bank with Capone in the bag and a gun in there. That's how you mess up. Yeah. When you deviate from the plan. While she was in the bank, she realized she did not have a note to give to the bank teller. She grabbed a deposit slip and quickly wrote a threatening note, then walked up to the teller and showed the note. The teller read it and then began putting money in her bag. Mm. According to Candace, Capone actually put his head out of the bag and she had to put it back down. One documentary says that she flashed her gun. Yes. But Mm -hmm. in the other documentary, she said that she denied that. She said she never flashed a gun. That was not that type of robbery for her. So, I'm not sure if the teller saw the gun while they were putting the money in the bag. That's probably what happened, yeah, but once the teller was done, she left and went to um and went to, you know to meet up with Dave. Mm-hmm. That haul gave them twenty four thousand dollars. Mm. They bought a new car for Dave's friend. And they rented a car and decided to go on vacation. Where to? Atlantic City. Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. So they living it up in Atlantic City. But what they didn't know was that the fourth bank had a top-notch surveillance system. hmm The FBI was able to get a clear, full-face photo of Candace. They yep. featured her on America's Most Wanted and shared her video and photo to the media. So she's in Atlantic City with Dave. They are gambling, shopping, having a good time, spending time with each other. While in the news, her face is posted on every news station at home. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. She gets a phone call from her mom, freaking out. Her mom told her she was on the news and wanted by FBI. They recognized her. And if you see the footage, it's like yes. clear as day. It is clear. Yes. Like you can see her. She, has, she didn't have on a cap. She didn't have on no shades. Mm-hmm. It's her on a cell phone. Yep. And that's when they dubbed her the cell phone bandit. Candace was devastated and engulfed in fear. As I would be too. I see, yeah. On
0: America's like John Walsh
1: Mm -hmm. on Saturday
0: night talking about me. I'm on America's Most Wanted.
1: That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would be so scared. I would die. And she you know she was already thinking about set it off.
0: So right now
1: it's just like heightened.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So the couple hightailed it out of Atlanta City and drove back to Virginia.
1: Day I would have drove can- the opposite way.
0: Yeah.
1: I would have drove <laughs> to, to Canada, to Mexico.
0: <laughs> go to like Mexico, Canada, anywhere. Like swim to the U.S. to to the British space. Virgin Islands. Some space.
1: We, yeah, we I'm all know that you would go to space. I would go to
0: space. I'm I'm going to the Kennedy Space Center and I'm flying to space. Dave took Candace to hide out with a family member while he made his goodbye with his mother. The plan was for the couple to flee to Mexico. We were right. They mm-hmm. were thinking about it. They were They were. About it. They were. However. You know whenever you hear that however, mhm. However, Dave makes a horrible mistake. Horrible mistake. Yeah, (sighs) This is almost like, I'm embarrassed to even say this. Like, I'm getting secondhand embarrassment, like, just even talking about this. So, upon returning the rental car, he forgot to take the
1: stolen $10,000 from out of the trunk. I know. His heart... Was past his toenails. Oh, he threw up. Mm-hmm. I threw up for him when I was watching it.
0: That was the only time in the documentary where the actor was very realistic.
1: Yeah. You can feel his anxiety. I would be scared out of my mind. Yeah. It's over. That that's probably would have been me. It's over. It's, it's over. over. It's over. Yep. We can't even go to Mexico. We We can't. And we can't well, what hitch, money? Like, they're
0: not doing that no more. No. Lord Jesus. So, he returned to the rental agency, and they informed him, "Oh gosh, they submitted the money to the police." Yeah, they had to. Yeah,
1: they, they had already to get that money back.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. So by then, the FBI had already identified Dave. Like they already know mm-hmm. who Dave is. So the FBI contacted Dave's family and Dave decided to come in voluntarily with his mother.
1: You know what I didn't get is hmm. why didn't he come in with an attorney? Listeners, it is your right to have an attorney present. Yes. A legal right
0: to have one. And you have the right to remain silent. Mm-hmm. That is literally... In the first part of your Miranda rights, the right to
1: remain silent. That means don't say anything. But you want to know one thing, though, Millie? I think about a situation like this, and I'm such a scary person that I probably wouldn't even think about an attorney because I'm so scared. So I'm going to tell you one scenario
0: with my mom and one scenario with my dad. And I know this because I talked this over with my mom and she agreed. If It was my mother um you know she would tell me to come in like you got to do the right thing x y and z if it were my dad my dad would say i'ma be where you are in 15 minutes shut up don't say nothing to anybody we're going to mexico mexico my dad would my dad would literally take me out of the country my mom would be like we have to do the right thing my dad would say shut up don't answer the phone I'll be there in 15 20 minutes even if he were an hour away my dad would be there in 15 to 20 minutes and he would take me out of this country (laughs) miss you so much daddy (laughs) but so anyway Dave confessed to being involved and was immediately charged and booked. See, and that's why, like, you know, shut up, get an attorney, lawyer up. So, yeah. a day later, Candace was arrested and charged. The crazy thing about this is her biological father mm-hmm. is the one who
1: turned her in. Mm-hmm. The irony of it. The, the irony. irony mm-hmm
0: the irony of that i was like wow i was
1: like yeah this
0: man beat beat her so bad when she was little to where she couldn't sit down in class Mm -hmm. and then he turned her in wow he's the one that turned her in so he's never protected her i'm sorry like Mm -mm. he's never protected her Mm -mm. so he also received a reward
1: yeah isn't that crazy
0: yeah Candace said she hasn't spoken to him in years and was hurt that he turned her in. Yeah. Yeah. I would be too. too. I would be really hurt. So, in total, the couple reportedly stole $48,620. Candace was charged with four counts of conspiracy to commit robbery and one count of brandishing a firearm. Mhm. I guess this is where it kind of um differs from the church lady bandit. Both took a plea yeah. agreement and pled guilty. Both were sentenced to 12 years in prison. Both served their time and both were released from prison in 2016. Mhm. So, where are they now? After Candace was released from prison, she was reunited with her family. She went back to school and became an esthetician. She also opened up a business. Good for her. Yeah.
1: Candace said it so nicely in the documentary, My True Crime Story. When she was going to prison, she said, and I quote, I walked in there, a 19 year old little girl with a chip on her shoulder and rage in her soul. And I walked out there. A woman with a plan with a desire to get better. That's amazing. Yeah. So she got better. I mean, she worked on herself, started asking for forgiveness and forgiving herself for what she did. And when she was released, she was reunited with her family and Capone. Aunt Capone, Aunt Capone lived, Capone? A, you know, he cuz she spent um i think she got out early i think it was i don't think she spent mm-hmm. the entire 12 years i'm not sure but Capone was she, a G man yeah yeah her family took care of Capone for her while she was in while she was in prison so that was cute. that was awesome oh yeah and as for Dave after he was released from prison in 2016 he began a career in the fitness industry. He is currently a tier three fitness coach and a bodybuilder. Both Dave and Candace has chosen to keep their personal life and relationship private. It is not known if they are in contact, but Millie and I, we wish them luck and success. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's redemption. It is it's
0: redemption. It is redemption. I think if you if you make a mistake and you come from that mistake and you become a better person and you really learn. I mean we sh- you should be re- you should be able to be redeemed. I think that people can do better. Um if they really try
1: and they're really mm-hmm.
0: honest and open to doing that. And they really look in the mirror and try to do better. Um, I think people can, can do better and they should be given that opportunity by people in society. I I think
1: um, it depends on the crime um, that oh, they yeah, commit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, th- yeah. So I believe that people can be redeemed as well. But I also think that this is an, a a good example of what the prisons prison systems should be like.
0: No, I definitely but, agree with like it. It definitely depends on the crime. Mm-hmm. Yes, they, you know, if to be those bank tellers again, like with the church lady bandit. I mean, you know, those bank tellers probably went through PTSD and all of that stuff.
1: Yeah, um, yeah.
0: But at the same time, we're not talking about. You know, they didn't murder somebody. They didn't horrifically, like, um, brutalize and kill people and and those kinds of things. I'm not talking about, you know, I'm not talking about, like, Ted Bundy or Jeffrey Dahmer or Richard Ramirez or any of those people. But, like, we're talking about a girl. She was a young girl at the time. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Being open and honest about her, what she had to endure as a child. Mm -hmm. I mean... It really was like, you can go two ways. You can either go this route or you can, you know, really rise up and and do well the whole entire time. And, you know, a lot of times they end up getting in trouble and they end up participating in risky behavior, especially if they don't get counseling
1: and they don't get that, you know, they don't get help, help. Mm -hmm. you know, they need to get help. And then plus Candace has a history of actually redeeming herself Mm -hmm. from going to Boys Town and working hard to earn her high school diploma and get clean and then getting a scholarship. I mean, that it didn't work out, but still, she still picked it up and moved to Virginia and start over again.
0: Mm -hmm. That's how I feel like she... She's a little she well, she's a lot different than the church lady bandit, um you know with the church lady bandit, we really saw somebody who did bad things and then continued to do bad things,
1: yeah, but see, we don't know her motivation, we don't, but there was not that much information about her there was not, but we do know that she had
0: a history of yeah. Um, you know, stealing and and things like that. And, and yes, um, Candace does have a history of stealing as well, but like you said, she also has a history of pulling herself up
1: from Mm -hmm. her bootstraps. Yeah. yeah,
0: And, you know, rising, but, um, you know, you're also right in that we didn't know a lot about, um, the church lady bandits, like her history, her childhood. Mm -hmm. You know, we didn't know a lot of that. Um, I do think it's kind of crazy about the prison sentences though here. Yeah, I
1: still think it was harsh. I think it was very harsh. In comparison to the cell phone bandit, it was very harsh. And even the Dunbar robbery. Yes. Everyone who I've talked to about
0: um, the church lady bandit, they think that 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 sentence was very, very harsh. So that just tells you we know that there are biases. Mm-hmm. So,
1: Millie, what are we gonna talk about next week?
0: Okay, y'all. Uh, this story is going to be very, very interesting. Okay, lady, do you remember the movie The Mask? Which is and you remember he put like a mask on his face And then became like a whole different like character And stuff like that Alright after we talk about The Queen's pay robbery Y'all are Gonna understand why, why I said and I mentioned The movie The Mask Okay Yeah It's um It's I don't want to say crazy because I know that we use that a lot, but it really just like it really is crazy. I don't know what else to say. I mean, the that's our term, crazy. It's like it's such a weird story, and it's
1: like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they actually did that. Okay, all right, you're just gonna have to tune in next week for this. Y'all just gonna have to tune in next week. excited so excited Mm -hmm.
0: so um you know y'all know how to how to look us up you should know by now i mean we've been Mm -hmm. going on since october (laughs) so you know y'all can check us out on instagram and facebook at the criminority report podcast um check out our website at www.thecriminorityreportpodcast.com you can also email us at podcast at gmail.com. Y'all have any stories you want us to talk about?
1: What do they got to do, Lady Lily? Just hit us up, y'all. Just hit us hit up. Hit us up. Just hit us, hit us up. up. Hit us up, yeah. all right? So where can they listen to our episodes, Lady Lily? Yeah, you can rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple spotify or wherever you get your podcast again thank you for listening we appreciate the support and we hope that you are enjoying our episodes
0: we do we do appreciate your support um you know please um rate and review our podcast um so that we know that how we're doing and you know we can you know see how to how to improve it i so much enjoy doing this and i enjoy um you know talking with one of my closest friends lady lily she's a she's yeah. a sister friend she's a sister friend yeah. um so I, we just we just have so much fun and she's like an older sister so we just have so much fun doing this and um you know we we're just trying to grow we trying to go so we will see y'all next week, and we yeah. hope that y'all have a great week, y'all. Until next week, bye bye. Like, or you'd be like, "Is it my turn?"
1: I, you know, I haven't <laughs> done that in a while. You have not. I'm ready for you to I do have that not again. Di- yeah, it, I have not. Done is it done. my turn? <laughs> <laughs> it's always <laughs> like
0: that. Turn it off. <laughs> 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 oh
1: my gosh
0: sorry there's yeah, a red do dot on you do you see it right here at the top but what yeah i never seen that before yeah it's always oh standing. that's for recording Okay. Yeah. I just never so noticed it. 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 Okay. <laughs> I think you have how
1: many times we
0: been recording. You got your camera up like really high though. I'm just saying though no. you have it up high. You see it's on the I'm, other side. I do see it's on the other side. We're gonna side. see if this this other side.
1: Other side other
0: side, other side. We are gonna see if this make a difference. Other side, other side, other side. Uh, we're going to see it to make a difference. Oh, oh, brr, difference, brr, difference, brr, brr, difference, Okay. The need, the need for cat. For oh my gosh. <laughs> you had a real spasm. I did. I literally spasmed. Ugh. My mouth
1: was like, didn't know what it was
0: doing. I need a muscle relaxer
1: you okay yes all i'm right. such a horrible person because i laughed at you first before Blip. asking
0: Blip. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you
0: see my face twitching and you start <laughs> laughing snort.
1: oh my god you made me snort!
0: oh <laughs> okay ready yeah all it. right the need for <laughs> fast cat- <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh, that was funny as hell. Oh my god. Okay. I mean, is there proof that they really helped them that with the donation that they're getting?
0: I don't know, but we are on one heck of a tangent. <laughs> This is why our recordings be like two hours.
1: <laughs> oh, oh Jesus! Oh yes, we really did go on mm. a tangent. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Um, so,
0: <laughs> um, all right. So as okay. I said, vet that, vet that fees were expensive, as uh, they still are.
1: Listeners, unfortunately, this would be the last robbery for them. Unfortunately. For them. (laughs) Unfortunately for them. Okay.
0: Like, unfortunately, this is their last robbery. We want them to continue this (laughs) free. I want to say that sentence again, bro.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Unfortunately for them. Yep. Now. Since
0: Capone was with her, is Capone considered an ex- like an accessory? <laughs> no. Like, would he be Cap- sentenced? <laughs> no.
1: Capone don't know what's going on. How much jail time is Capone getting? <laughs> Capone didn't get any jail time.
0: David took Candace to hide out with a family member while he Girl, made you his. You changed goodbye. his
1: name. You changed his what? name. What'd I call him? David. Ooh shoo.
0: <laughs> All right, let me say that again. Where can they listens listens? <laughs> Where can I listen? <laughs> <laughs> Where they gonna <laughs> listen to our episodes, listen